2: It's the Desmond episode. Tootoo! Tootoo! <laughs> two, two. Episode 22 of Bud Pod. Which may be, may be Boris Pod. Yes, we're recording this um, to coincide with the coronation of our new uh, Prime Minister, who will most likely be Boren, Boren, uh, Boren Bobson. Good old... Bonus. Nodgton. Good old Barbara Jensen. Good old Brambles Jambles. We're really looking forward to this. Uh, the season finale of the UK.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Has, has someone tried turning the UK off and on again? Whoa,
2: I think that might help.
1: Whoa.
2: You may have noticed that the Bud Pod has improved. <laughs> yeah, everyone's, everyone's listening at, at home going, now, nah, here we go. Ah, at last. 22 in, it's finally paying off.
1: Here we go. Now the boys are satirizing at the right level. Oh, fuck me. Um, yeah, that's right, listener. We will know if Boris Johnson is the Prime Minister within 35 minutes. So we might even do a live reaction.
2: Yeah. I mean, it'll be a pretty uh, muted reaction because it's what we're expecting. It's not going to be a yeah, surprise.
1: But I think it would be interesting to see what he, what he says. What if he just goes up to the podium and literally
2: the first thing he says is just... <laughs> <laughs> like, just evil laughter. <laughs> Just minutes and minutes of it. Did he wrote this speech when he was 13 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can you imagine the dust that he's flicked off this <laughs> piece of paper? He wrote this speech at 13 in the woods <laughs> with his other hand on his dick. <laughs> Which is
1: impressive. Depending on the, the hand like you've got,
2: And also, you've got very little uh, um, good purchase in the woods to put a piece of paper on. I think on. he must have found a stump. Yeah. And
1: a piece of wood. Very
2: good. Yeah, well, there you go. More but, more high quality. There'll be a lot of, like, uh, tree ring marks in that speech, you know. Cause, yes. Um, but anyway, let's not get bogged down in in the details of uh, Boris Johnson wanking in the woods. All that matters is that he definitely did that. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, Alleg- he, definitely allegedly that. he
1: definitely did that. Allegedly, he definitely did that. Yeah, I, can you imagine... I am fascinated as well to see if his weird girlfriend is actually who who uh, like there's rumors that they haven't they've been on a break and it's not even his girlfriend anymore. Yeah, but is she gonna come roaring back with some new pillows for number ten? Or is she gonna be like, no? Is it gonna be like when when someone goes off to uni? Oh, I won't. I can't. We broke up because he became prime minister.
2: Uh yeah. She 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 works. Um she works for a different uh, totalitarian madman now. She's she, in a different country. Yeah. Uh, I reckon she's going to come back with a vengeance and uh, carry him when he goes up to make a speech. <laughs> I, think she's, I think he's going to get a load of pig's blood dropped on him.
1: But then everyone's going to be like, yeah, British pig's blood. Like, he'll style it out. All of this blood is what the EU would have stuffed us exporting. Delicious blood. For our blood food. We We do love blood food here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see. We'll see if old uh, Mophead uh, becomes PM. And he probably will. Although if it's Jeremy Hunt, I will laugh for a hundred years.
2: It'd be extraordinary. I mean, it would be in keeping with the surprises of the last couple of years, I suppose. But it's very unlikely. I'm becoming...
1: I'm, I'm, I'm getting surprised less frequently now that my strategy is to think, what's the stupidest thing that could happen? Yeah. And it's generally, that's what happens.
2: The, yeah, the stupidest thing that could happen today is, um, a child lets go of their bunch of balloons and Boris Johnson yeah. thinking it's a good photo op grabs onto them and then just floats away into the sky forever. <laughs> That'd be pretty stupid. So that might happen.
1: Or if, um, in order to deter Iran, Boris Johnson decides to cover himself in goose fat, like he's going to swim in the channel. Mm. and just decides, he, he, he says he's going to patrol. <laughs> the Straits of Hormuz. The Straits of Hormuz. <laughs> just with his goggles and a little swimming cap on. His, it's like when he was mayor of London, his solution would be to build a, a cable car across the Straits of Hormuz. <laughs> to, for peace. For peace! Um, the Straits of Hormuz, if you, it's one of those areas of the world where if you if you look at the list of all the countries surrounding it, it's not a list of countries you'd want to... Get stuck near. No. So as you go down the list, you go, homophobes, slave owners, kidnappers, head choppers, women beaters. And that's the women. (laughs) Statistically, it is. If you want to have a, pass a a diverting moment, listener, just Google uh, how many wizards
2: Saudi Arabia has beheaded. Oh, really? Yeah, they behead wizards. (laughs) Well. Good! You don't want them running about or floating the one, about. The
1: one country where they're real, mm. and they
2: don't even appreciate them. Yeah, they don't know how good they have it. Here, we've got... I can't move for warlocks. <laughs> and
1: uh, necromancers and sages.
2: Uh, if you were a necromancer, uh, would you raise uh, animals to be at your side? Or uh, dead people?
1: Oh, people, 100%.
2: Really? Well, I'll get like extinct animals, Ooh. like mammoths and shit. Okay, no, that's smart. I didn't think of that. I Maybe. only just thought of it good. after I asked the question. Though, so <laughs>
1: fair you go to the Natural History Museum. Yes! What happens if a necromancer goes to the Natural History Museum and goes woogly boogly to the whale?
2: Does it go like. Bow, bow, like it's it, interesting. It, does question. it stop freaking out? Can it swim through the air? I think it wouldn't be able to move, but the breathing wouldn't be a problem. Because I'd, 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 I don't think the undead need mammals, to breathe. Also, yeah. the undead like, don't need to eat. Like, skeleton armies don't need to eat, do they? So they don't need to breathe, surely.
1: And like, the skeletons move as if they were coated in flesh. Yes, that's true. So would the whale skeleton flop around or somehow swim in the air? Hmm. Or would it be like like flopping on the like it would be like a beached whale but made of yeah bones. yeah i think it would
2: be beached i think it would be beached i think i think even the undead have to abide by some laws of physics
1: so if you necromanced a whale mm. skeleton yeah it would be the one skeleton zombie that is the same <laughs> yeah <laughs> as mo- a not moving there's no breathing noises it's bones <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if any, the only thing that would let you in on it would be like, oh, some of these bones are hovering in the anatomically perfect place for them to hover. Yes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> if anything, it's incredibly useful scientifically to have a necromanced <laughs> whale
2: bones. Yeah, it's good research. Um, but I try and unearth uh, Dippy the Diplodocus. Yes. Have him uh, bound about. Do you think
1: it'd be a problem if you were a necromancer and you say, I'm going to raise... I uh an army of the dead with my eldritch powers and then you went to a cemetery and went Rah! and all the ghosts the ghouls and skeletons came up but they were all just like peasants right know? like so like like not they're not like not useful
2: but yeah but they're not very strong yeah and, they're,
1: fighting. and not, they're not like good yeah you want to go to a graveyard full of like a mongol horde don't you
2: also they all died when they were like old yeah, are they worse? They're bent over. And... Are they worse? Are they worse? Bone, bone men. Are the bone men worse? Well, yeah, because your your bones deteriorate over age, don't they? So
1: yeah, they must have crappier bones.
2: Yeah, but then their bones should have deteriorated as well from being a a, de- a dead lad. Ah, uh, but but bones bones stay okay, don't they? Bones kind of don't rot. I think in the right conditions, marrow rots, but not the Ooh. bones themselves. I do, I,
1: that, yeah. Well, this is the thing with the zombie thing, where, like, uh, the question I always have is, okay, uh, the the ones that are spooky, spooky dooky zombies. Uh, zombos. The zombos that are, like, um, um, act, like magic zombies. Yeah. Like, they're actual corpses.
2: Yeah. With bit meat on them. With some green meat on them. Sure, yeah, green meat on them. Yeah. They
1: should fall to bits, right? But it's the magic holding them together. Okay. Uh, so you go, okay, fine. But in the ones where, you know, it's like, um, uh, oh, it's rage virus. Yeah. 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 Biological zombies, 28 days later style.
2: Or, um, um, I am legend style. Yes. 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 Yeah. So these they people still, are just very sick. Yeah. They still yeah. need to eat. Yeah.
1: And, uh, you know how, um, when when you use your muscles, there are little tears in your muscle. Yeah. That's how you build muscle, you know, yeah, your yeah, arm hurts because you've torn it at a microscopic level. Their muscles are tearing because they're tearing other people apart, but they're not repairing. Mm-hmm. Because they're, like, dead. So,
2: you know, slowly. So, the, all right, so those all break down and...
1: Yeah, I've always wondered, like... I think in one of the 28 Days Later movies, the the one, uh, maybe it was 28 Weeks Later, where they, they do start sort of falling to bits... They've kept that one in the garden, and, and they're trying to see when it sort of collapses.
2: Oh, okay, I've only seen days later. Weeks is good, is it? Yeah. Hmm.
1: Well, I mean, it's 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 what you'd expect. When I say good, I mean go in thinking, it, it is this this will be what it is. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's like it's like if I, if we tell people John Wick three is good, you're like yeah, given, all right, given, given the ex- set of expectations one could reasonably assemble. From watching uh, one and two, <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your what's your zombie survival plan,
2: Phil? <laughs> um, I I'm I'm such a quitter that I probably want to get wiped out straight away. But you're, for then, in- you're like one of those nuclear war people who wants to get hit first. Yeah, I want to be under the the bomb. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, on your head. On on my head. A headshot. <laughs> yeah. I want to be I want to be a shadow in Trafalgar Square. <laughs> That's what I want to be. <laughs> I don't know how to quite, move on and rebuild. It's quite poetic. Uh, a shadow in Trafalgar Square. That
1: sounds like lyrics from a Simon & Garfunkel song. <laughs> do, do,
2: do, do, do. I want to be a shadow in Trafalgar Square. That's very nice. Um otherwise I, I cuz I mean as a comedian, as comedians we don't really have very many post civilization skills, I think the one skill
1: all comedians have is the ability to slur sl- to slog on mm. despite all messages to the contrary
2: We're good at rejection we're good at dealing with rejection,
1: rejection and just mindlessly pursuing something that's definitely not worth it, right, like y- trying to desperately grow rice in a radioactive <laughs> puddle,
2: <laughs> yeah um. Well, um, otherwise my, I, I'd probably go to, um, what would be a good building? I'd either try and hold up in a hospital. Yeah. A hospital, I guess. Try and hold up in a hospital. A hospital would be good. Or a school. Oh, how cool would it be if you, uh, set something in Winston Churchill's bunker? One the war rooms? Yeah. That's what they're for. Oh yeah yeah. They're yeah. a bunker. But I don't think it's kitted out with the supplies you need. Like, it might have been at one point. No, I
1: know. I'm saying, like, in a movie
2: or something. Oh, okay. like, like Like, use that as a setting.
1: I mean, how cool would that be? Like, dark, dark, wet tunnels hunting zombies or being hunted by zombies while, like, speakers play an old Winston Churchill speech that's echoing through the...
2: Oh, yeah, that's neat. How cool would
1: that be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be neat. And you go, and it's, it's a mannequin.
2: Like, Who goes there? Or whatever. Like, the shitty museum mannequins. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be fucking great. Where is Churchill buried himself? The man he's himself.
1: Buried in the grounds of his family home,
2: I think. Oh, I would have thought he'd be in. Uh, where's the church where all the the best English people are buried? Westminster Abbey. Ah, he's not there. I don't think so. He got a massive state funeral. Yeah,
1: which you can watch a video of. And they carted him all the way home. I think so. Wow. I think so.
2: Well, good for him, I suppose. <laughs> I would. Yeah, the the
1: London would be the worst. It would probably be the worst place to be with zombies short-term, and the best place long-term, because it would probably be the first place they try and fix.
2: Yes. Uh, And are there... Is there a lot of... There's a lot of people... Although, assuming a lot of people are killed, there's a lot of... There'd be a lot of supplies in London. Yeah, that's true. You know, if, if say, they wipe out half the people, that's a lot of supplies...
1: Yeah, it's no, it's never clear to me. The one, the the people who become zombos, in like twenty eight days later, it's like they get
2: bitten, right? Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes they get bitten so much they die. I think, isn't it like? So. If they're bitten so much that their body becomes structurally unsound, it seems <laughs> that they don't get to come back. Yeah, 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 right.
1: That's the rule.
2: Yeah. If you don't have knees. Yeah, basically, you become one of the torso crawling ones.
1: There's always a torso lad. Isn't yeah. Because <laughs> that's the spooky
2: dookiest thing that can happen is a torso boy. Torso lad. So, but if you if you if you squat if you squish their heads, then they're, they're gone. They do still seem to need
1: brains. You don't just get a leg. Yeah, a leg going around kicking people really angrily.
2: Yeah. Cause so why do they need a brain but no blood flow to keep moving? I guess they do have blood flow if it's the biological one, right? But if they've got their um, bomb half cut off, then they'd be losing a lot of zombie blood. They yeah. couldn't just keep going.
1: Yeah, that's it, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Coagulates. It's all cheating, really. Maybe isn't they it? get very good at coagulating. Well, I think it's all just a load of,
1: uh, sort of a load of claptrap. Absolute nonsense. Remainer scare tactics. There won't be
2: any zombie... Project fear.
1: (laughs) I, for one, am sick of all this project fear about about the zombie apocalypse.
2: I think we can make the best of it. I think if you believe in Britain... (laughs) If we got through the Second World War, we can defeat an army of the Undead. (laughs) Hello.
0: No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Oh, hello. Um, Is that the, um, is that the Met Office? The the, uh, Met Meteorological Office, the Office for for the Weather? Um, it's Marjorie here. Hello. Um, I hope you're, you're all right up there in your satellites. Um, I'm just calling because, um, I live in England and it's getting very hot. And it's a a sort of, um, I think you'd call it 35 degrees Celsius, which of course is um, 856 degrees Fahrenheit, or 9 million degrees, geblompenfeldt scale, like we are used to use in Prussia. Anyway, um, the point is, it's too hot, and I was hoping uh, that um, uh, you could possibly make it so that um, that it's 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 not hot and it's quiet and still and cold and if not, well not cold, but not, not as hot as this because I'm having some problems where, um, I normally, I leave a tray of milk out on my back garden door step for the gnomes and, um, the gnomes' job is to fix my shoes because I dance too much. I am um, a clod hopping. I go to the, to the high street and I, I dance and there's no music. And um, I'm, I'm clad in all of my um, big petticoats and heavy cloth. And I jiggle around. And you can't see because my dress is too big. But I'm j- jumping and dancing. And oogly-doo-boobling. And because you can't see under the dress, you can't see any movement. And it's all just, it seems like a lady whose um, second lower half is a dome is sort of sh- vibrating and going mad. Anyway, um, it's too hard to do that and I'm losing my income because it's too hard. But also, um, uh, 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 so I, also I dance so much that there are holes in my shoes because I'm dancing on a cobble and Uh, ironically I need a cobblers now for my shoes because there are holes in my shoes and the gnomes are cobblers and they cobble my shoes in exchange for a dish of milk but it's so hot that I leave out the milk and and, and within an hour it is evaporated and there's just a sort of dairy cheese crust left and the, the gnomes do eat it but they don't like it and so they fix my shoes a little bit with cardboard and tape and eyelashes and bits of dragonfly. And I think once they sell a butterfly over a hole. Which to them probably seemed fine. But of course it didn't last even a second. The second I put it on and turned into the creepy dust. Anyway. It's not good enough. And I'm losing my shoes. And it's too hard to dance. And I need those coins. To buy the milk. To pay the gnomes. So I have shoes. You can see to my dilemma. So the reason I'm calling you. The, the, the weather people. Is I'm asking if you can just turn it down. Just 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 a bit, so that it's maybe half as many millions of hobbits uh, or it's maybe maybe twenty three degrees. Um, okay, I've got to go uh, practice some moves. Bye.
2: How are you uh, coping with the hot weather, Philip? Oh, I hate the hot weather, man. I yeah. hate it. It turns me into a zombie, an angry sweaty zombie that that can't sleep, can't think.
1: I bought a big fan.
2: Yeah. A tower fan. Oh, yeah, we got one of those. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got a fan in my bedroom. I've not had to use it yet. But I've been using cr- that fan. Uh. Oh, boy.
1: Uh. It's. I think that's almost I sleep better because of the noise.
2: Really? Yeah, just the... You find that calming? Yeah. I've become an absolute wimp of noise. I, need, I, have, I, I wear earplugs every night now. You wear earplugs every night? Yeah. Really? Yeah.
1: Like uh, some sort of... Uh,
2: I don't know, who does that?
1: Someone, <laughs> someone in a war? <laughs>
2: I wait, it's, like, it's like I'm at a music festival every night. You're like a baby at a music festival Yeah. giant headphones on. <laughs> I, I just need pure silence, and I think I, I'm, I'm getting worse and worse and worse. My, my fridge has got quite noisy. Either my fridge has got very noisy or I've become, or I've become very sensitive. Maybe you're um, just
1: losing your fucking mind.
2: I've told you I'm losing, I've been told, telling you that I've been <laughs> so, losing my mind Sorry, to be fair, you have been telling me that you're losing your mind.
1: Yeah. So you, you're, you're forgetting things, your fridge is too loud.
2: Fridge is too loud. Uh, the other night, I, I I woke up in the middle of the night because I heard someone go, Hey! And I just woke up. No! <laughs> yes. Spooks! I'm, and, spooks. I, and I had to get back to sleep somehow after that. Spooks! Were you, were you afraid? Or were you just like, what the fuck? I, because I I've had these things before. These sort of sleep paralysis, um, the hag, um, sleep. Uh, Was it? Um, uh, Spooks. When when you um, high high, when you imagine things, hallucinate. Yeah, I've had sleep hallucinations um, quite a lot of times. So what do you normally see? I've had uh, the hag is a classic one. The old lady. Um, she'll just, uh, she used to just come and sit on my bed and look at me and go,
1: <laughs> Really?
2: <laughs> having well, a couple of times. Was
1: she's just laughing?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not in a fun way? Yeah, not in a fun way. <laughs> and I, I, I'd, I'd force my... You're a comedian. You should be like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's having a good night. Uh, and I turn over and like, her head is just like a fold in my duvet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but when she's like out in the corner of my eye... It's lying, she has eyes and horrible hair. Ugh. I've had um, uh, the it's a feeling of someone sitting on your bed, like your bed push gets pushed down. Yes. Um. Yeah. So when 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 I when I heard hey, and I woke up, I went no, nah! and I just went oh yeah, it's one of these fucking things. Yeah. Spooky dookie. Yeah. I didn't realise how uncommon it is. I thought it was a more common than... Yeah.
1: Um, I don't think it's
2: rare. I mean, we know a bunch of... Like, Jason gets that. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, it's, it's usually... I think it's usually to do with uh, bad sleep habits. And I think Jason uh, has terrible sleep habits. Um, and I sometimes don't sleep very well. Well, it sounds like you're not sleeping well because you're worrying about losing your goddamn mind. <laughs> I am
1: listening mind. to the fridge.
2: Uh... I, I, my mind's been getting better, though. Is your memory coming back? Yeah, it's getting better. I read um, a memory techniques book, um, which has helped a little. I, yeah. d- I did it. I did some. I did an exercise with you and the couple of guys at the diner. Yeah,
1: that's right. Uh, when when we were having lunch together with some friends, Phil remembered all of the objects on the table in a specific order.
2: Yes, it's quite impressive. Looking at them once. Yeah. Um, and just like exercising your mind that way. It gives has given me some of my confidence back, so I am remembering these a little better. And I, I, I was on a, a TV game show recently. It hasn't come out yet, Ooh. but I did uh, I did quite well. Did you? I did, you Can you say what game show it a was? A quiz show. Um, I probably can't. A TV quiz show? Yes. Well, well, well. Um, and I did all right, so... Yeah.
1: Uh, now you can use so your memory techniques. You can use your memory techniques to remember exactly how ugly the hag was. She was <laughs> yeah. on your bed going... <laughs> Or oh, you can remember exactly how loud the fridge is when it's driving you mad.
2: I, I remember unpleasant memories, embarrassing memories, sad memories with crystal clarity. Yeah. And all my happy memories are a blur. I don't I don't have, remember. Do you have, did you see Garrett Millerick's show? Yeah. Do you remember that bit he
1: said about it? How he only forms memories when it's unpleasant? Oh, right. Yeah. Um, um, Listeners, if you don't know uh, Garrett Millerick, he's a very good comedian. And... uh. I I was living with him in Adelaide in Australia doing the festival there for a little while. And this is a real story he told me that he put in his show where I was busy. I think I was trying to bake something. Because that's how
2: bored that I That doesn't was. seem like you at all. No. I can't imagine you baking anything. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine you bending down to open an oven for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> or, or stirring a mixing bowl. Just with a big apron on. I <laughs> should you get a big chef's hat. Just putting a pie on a windowsill. Yeah, with a big hand made, to made, cool. of, made of smoke comes. <laughs> yeah. And a, a hungry cat floats in the air and rides on the aroma lines. Or like a, a,
1: a hobo with um, gloves with finger holes and a big top hat.
2: Uh-huh, was and it? a bindle on a stick yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, good eats yeah
1: um, anyway, Garrett, the story Garrett tells is he I was baking something, um and he was saying how he'd been at this bar and the barman had made a G& T wrong, he'd add a lot of lemon juice and the guy and he was like I don't want G&T and lemon I want a fucking G&T and the guy was like that's how we do them here and he's like well that's not what I asked for and it got escalated and escalated and there's like a queue building up behind him and he'd already paid for it and I was like I want a new one and the guy was like I'm not making you a new one and um, just uh, eventually he was like fine I'll just drink it then and he was telling me this whole story and I was like was this last night? and he goes this was uh, August 2005 <laughs> <laughs> I was crying, laughing. It's like, what is it like in your mind? <laughs> this library of grievances, you know. <laughs> Even something as fucking pointless and small as that, it's just in
2: HD clarity. Yeah, absolutely. And like, all your birthdays are just like fuzzy, like CCTV footage. But I think I think in order to be a stand-up, you need that because like every stand-up gig yeah. is just an opportunity to hopefully make a happy memory. <laughs> Right, that's what every stand-up gig is: is the hope that you are you're about to form a happy memory, because we don't yeah. have any happy memories because we've forgotten them all. They they don't register.
1: Do you think if we remembered all the great stuff that happens to us, we wouldn't be
2: funny anymore? Yeah, look at people who are satisfied with their lives. They're boring as shit. <laughs> They're not funny, right? Because they can remember happy
1: times. Is anyone who's who's satisfied and funny? There's got to be someone who's. Having a pleasing time. I mean I don't know. Who's super like friendly and And nice and funny? Yeah. Can't think of anyone. Wait, but nice nice and and satisfied. I think Jimmy Carr is satisfied.
2: I don't He'd think fucking you, better be. I don't think you make that many TV shows if you're satisfied.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: I don't you I don't think you get your teeth bleached if you're satisfied. <laughs> 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 that is very funny.
1: That is very funny. If you get your teeth bleached like I, I said, excuse me I'd like to um I got this fla- this this flyer this leaflet about teeth bleaching. Uh not satisfied are you? <laughs> That'd be a really funny opener from a dentist. Uh well, not satisfied are you? Yeah, can't blame yet Can't blame yet so polish the world, isn't it? Anyway, get in the chair. That'd be great. I'm fascinated by Jimmy
2: Carr. I've seen him once in real life, and
1: he's tiny like a puppet.
2: Why do he's I remember lit- him being quite big? I was thinking of him as quite big. He's got a big head. He's got a big head. Is he short? Yeah. He's like I a was, lollipop. I was thinking of him as being quite tall. Really? Yeah, and I've met been, I've been him a few times. I
1: mean, I saw him from across the road at the Fringe once.
2: Oh. So maybe the perspective was skewed, because he was next to a, a giant Scotsman! He's, um... I'm gonna look up his height. Okay. I'm okay. Do you, wanna, at... how, do you you Shall we th- put in bets? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, how tall do you think uh, Jimmy Carr is? I'm going to say f- uh, f- uh, five foot. Oh, five foot ten. Five foot ten. Okay. I'm yeah. going to say five seven. Okay. All right. That's Let's short. see. Uh, listeners, uh, do play along. Jimmy Carr. <laughs> yes. Uh, how how tall do you think Jimmy Carr
1: is? Oh, he is quite tall, but it's telling me in in metres. Oh, for God's sake.
2: Thanks a lot, France. Brexit means Brexit. <laughs> uh, He's six feet tall. Well, yeah. What? Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. I remember seeing a little puppet man. That's, it uh, was across the road, though. And maybe the sheer size of his head.
2: To quote Father Ted, small... Far away. Small, <laughs> far away. Well, it's the only quoting of
1: Father Ted anyone can do these days. <laughs> After old uh, Linehan's
2: destroyed his legacy by... being Graham Lunatic. Becoming obsessed with Twitter. I, I... Even if you're right, surely you can see that it's not worth it. Even if you were right. Sure, surely, Surely at some point your own loved ones take your phone
1: away and say, wasn't it a nice Sunday? <laughs> we had a roast... We had a walk, there were birds in the trees, and you just had a private life. Wasn't that nice? Mm. And go, give me the rage machine. I want it
2: back. I want the rage machine back in my hand. I mean, I'd be a hypocrite to say I didn't understand that, because I've recently come to terms with the fact that I love Twitter. I love how awful it is. Yeah. I love that it brings out the worst in people. I yeah. love that it turns us into animals. I love it.
1: I think you have that detachment though.
2: I guess, but I... then but then I get involved in it as well. And I get angry and I get upset and I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's it's I feel like that I feel like it's that bit late on in breaking breaking bad when he when he finally admits that he didn't he didn't do it out of necessity he did it because he loved it and he was good at it yeah yeah, yeah. that's why i feel about twitter now but you don't get involved involved by by
1: sheer force of will i want to all the time that's what's impressive to me because you you i think when it comes to twitter and how horrific it is can be more of a spectator i think Mm. you can put that distance in yourself and it's almost like you're going look at what's happening in this box
2: The way I engage with Twitter is I screenshot it and send it to people like you. Yeah, which drives me mad, because I've done my best to remove (laughs) all of that stuff from my feed. It's like you've subscribed to a really old version of Twitter, where I have to... (laughs) Like, you've gone to a news agent and subscribed to my my Twitter pics.
1: Yeah, but also, yeah, I want Phil's version of Twitter through his lens. (laughs) But it's like I've signed up for, like, um, the lowlights... Right, the worst, all yeah. all the most unbelievable examples of hypocrisy and lying and by omission,
2: cherry picked and delivered straight to my inbox. Yeah, now now this is bullshit. One hundred and twenty-six, <laughs> <or> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all the greatest hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So instead of like doing it openly in public on on Twitter, I'll just like. Take something that I think is particularly stupid and talk about it with people who I know already agree with me. Yes! Which is what Twitter is anyway.
1: I just... It it leaves a mark on me. It's 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 like... Uh, it's like rolling a poo down a bed sheet. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it could be fun in its obscenity, but it leaves marks that you have to deal with. It leaves a spiritual stain
2: on me. I, I, uh, I, I love... I, I just get such a kick out of it. I love... I love the, I love seeing how ugly people are.
1: I think I think the victory to me is to forget that they're there. Then I feel like more like I've won. So like if every now and then I see them being awful, these people, I go, oh right, yeah, of course you, you exist, right? Like yeah, you're out there doing this all the time. God, imagine that. You know, ha ha ha, and I get on with my life. Whereas if they're always, I'm always aware of them, then I'm always aware of them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh god, they're they're out there toiling every day on this ridiculous line of inquiry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I like the knowledge that there are people out there wasting their time while I'm doing okay. And I like being reminded of that all the time. I like watching their futile efforts at relevance. It really makes me feel good. I think they're winning, though, a lot of them. I don't think they are. I think it looks like they are because they are commanding... A lot of online discourse, but, it, it's, yeah. but, but that in itself is uh, worthless in the real world. The, the, the most chilling thing is when you genuinely
1: meet a TV producer who admits that they look at how many Twitter followers someone has before mm. they book them for a show. Oh, really? Yeah, because they're actually turning that into real power. Sure. And those people exist. Yeah. Because a lot of people who book people for things are thick and lazy, and they'll use any metric they can get their hands on. Otherwise, they have to make a t- decision by taste. And but they have no taste.
2: It doesn't last. I mean, the, it doesn't last. If someone isn't like good on that show, they won't. They won't be back, really. Yeah, well, but once is enough for them to then go, go on another
1: show. Like it's enough to get their views out there to have an impact. No, but if they're not good, they won't get on another show. I think they'll get on. Uh, they won't get on the same show again. I think they'll get on another show. Yeah, maybe. Um, My point is, I want them to have nothing, Philip. Hmm. Zero
2: dust. There's a. I once saw this great screen grab of. I think it was. It was an American. Uh, uh, photo book. What they called them? Um, photo book. Photo book. You
1: are losing your mind. <laughs> <laughs> you speaking English like a German. Yearbook. Tra- transliterate. Uh, a yearbook yearbook, yeah. yearbook. yearbook. Yearbook.
2: Yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and it was a, a Chinese American student who was uh, leaving. Quote was, it is not enough to do well. Um, I need to see my enemies fail. I, I need to see others fail. Yeah. Um, which is like so Chinese and, and I loved it so much and it's exactly how I feel. And for me, Twitter is this constant rolling reminder that people out there are doing terribly. <laughs> is that a psychopathic
1: thing to say? No, I think it, psychopaths wouldn't care the way. Right, Because yeah. they
2: don't care, right? So, Okay, psychopaths will only care about the, their own... Uh...
1: They might They might get some enjoyment from it, but they wouldn't emotionally care that other people fail.
2: At greenlight.com slash ACAST.
0: Hey!
2: <sighs> <What>? <sighs> Oh. <sniffs> wait what one <Wonderful>. thing <sniffs> excuse me what the <sighs> <sniffs>
0: What? Keep
2: tracking it.
1: Well, there you have it, Phil. We just saw it happen live on the television. On Uh, the old idiot box. Yeah. And there was an idiot on the idiot box. (laughs) And now he's the Prime Minister.
2: Yeah, we just watched um, uh, Boris Johnson become... become, um, well, the leader of the Conservative Party and next Prime Minister of the UK. Uh, and I just sort of laughed. You, you can only laugh in these situations. I don't. I, I was surprised. I didn't really feel all that sad about it. I guess he knew it was going to happen.
1: Well, I mean, he's sort of becoming Prime Minister of a, of a kind of impossible... Like, it doesn't matter who
2: the Prime Minister is. Well, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I mean, it's not really mattered that Theresa May's been the Prime Minister. Yeah. Really. It doesn't, doesn't seem to... I think people are. Well, the the, the thing every, everyone talks about is the fact that Theresa May just like
1: can't speak to people and is super antisocial and bad at like winning people over. Mm. So May like that's the only difference. Like we we will now have a fascinating experiment, Phil, where Boris Johnson will be the experiment to prove how little or how much it matters if you seem like a jolly nice chap. Yeah. Because if he pulls it off, it turns out all it takes is to be a jolly nice chap. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you go, okay, well, there's your proof. If you can just be like, come on, and someone goes, okay, then you can do anything you want.
2: Well, it's sort of the disturbing thing about Donald Trump, which I sort of, which I kind of um, predicted to myself, and so you can't disprove it, um, <laughs> when he won, was that he's going to be able to work shit out with Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Because he's also crazy. Yeah. And that is kind of is what has happened. Yeah. So in a way... Maybe in a world of madmen, we need our own kind of benign madman to I, work through it. I, uh, I'm gonna have to
1: repost it, but I took a screenshot of that bit in the Dark Knight, and it's Alfred saying. In their desperation, they turned to a man they didn't fully understand. (laughs) (laughs) They get the Joker involved. And that's what it's going to be like. They go, you don't understand this guy. And he's like burning a big pile of money labeled Brexit. It's it's about sending a message. It's about sovereignty. (laughs) Uh,
2: Do you know how I got this hair? (laughs) (laughs) My father... When on
0: I was asleep. an MP.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god. Oh, oh. I'm fascinated to see what kind of absolute Muppet Christmas Carol cabinet he assembles. All the craziest puppets.
2: Yep. Count Chocula. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Anton Deck. Uh, Count Chocula. Anton Deck. <laughs> The Loch
1: Ness Monster for the Scottish vote. It's a member of the Scottish Tory party. It always has been. Owain oh, Glindower, the ancient Welsh hero. The ancient Welsh hero. Uh, the Black Dog of Depression for the Department of Work and Pensions.
2: <laughs> Scrooge McDuck for Chancellor. Um, <laughs> uh, the the principal from Matilda for, for education secretary Miss Trunchbull <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you little squits yeah she'll be there throwing throwing children in a big circle children need to learn how to be thrown yeah so I, I'd just like to thank Miss Trunchbull uh, for a brilliant speech on education and throwing people <laughs> He speaks in almost like, almost
2: burps. Jowly burps.
1: Yes, yeah,
2: he burps his word. But, but, he, doesn't, on, no, but yeah.
1: he doesn't really have jowls. It's almost like come he's on. trying to an- pronounce jowls. Jowls. Yeah. Jowls. now. So, uh, yes, that's going to be the country
2: now. Um, we get we get the leaders we deserve. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. I think we get the leaders we deserve. I think, think deserve. That's, the main, that's the only comfort I get from this period of history, is that uh, we deserve it. And I think that's why I like going on Twitter. Because mm. I go, it reminds me that we deserve to be in this pain.
1: You're, like, uh, you're like an ancient chronicler. There were lots of ancient chroniclers, like um, Gildas of the Britons, who, mm. when the English came across, the pagan Anglo Saxons came across the sea and were destroying the Britons yeah. and knocking down all the Roman towns. Oh, yeah. And so on. He wrote a big book about how everyone deserved it for, being, for fucking too much and right, being yes. na- and naughty, yeah, yeah, not yeah. doing their prayers. Yeah, like They're saying the pagan English are God's punishment. And then years later, the English would say the Vikings are the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's a very good way of explaining why people are coming and bullying you. Yeah. yeah. Well, if maybe if you'd prayed instead of taking all those dicks in your mouth, <laughs> there wouldn't be so many Vikings around.
2: Yeah, I believe a version of that now.
1: Yeah, because you're like Gildas scrolling through Twitter going, yeah, sinful, sinful Britons. <laughs> 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 yeah, ye will reap what ye have sown And also I do have a gilt ass My <laughs> ass is made of gold <laughs> you, What's coated in a fine layer of gold I don't <laughs> shit gold, I shit out of gold You shit out of gold, yes, yeah. it's more prestigious that way Because <laughs> you dipped your bum in an electrolysis machine yeah, yeah And yeah, had yeah, gold yeah. bound to it through, Yeah Through chemistry Yeah Yeah, yeah um, That's why when you can tell whenever Phil... If I'm doing a comedy show, I know Phil's in because of the noise when he sits down. Clong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Phil's in.
2: An excellent conductor, my ass is as,
1: well. <laughs> as the Philharmonic Orchestra will attest. Um... <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Do you think there's someone who's so good at, like, twerking and, and tensing and releasing their bum muscles that they could conduct an orchestra? The stick, the, put the stick in the, the bum hole and... Uh... Oh, I was just gonna, saying just with the butt... Oh, with just the, the butt itself. Just, just the, as, as Adam Buxton would say, butox. Right, 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 right. But also, you're quite right. Like, is there someone with such a deft
2: anus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they could, like, wiggle it and, like, <laughs> spin it around. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is a conductor's stick called? A oh, baton. Is
1: it a conductor's baton? I think baton? it's a conductor's baton. To look it, it can't be wand, can it?
2: <laughs> a music
1: wand. A music wand for the bum bum. I think it could be a music we're back wand. On, we're back on topic for this podcast. Oh yeah,
2: it's been a long time. Wait, we, well, we mentioned the bum there. We I did. don't think we've mentioned poo wands. I, I mentioned the
1: idea of rolling a poo off a big sheet. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but, you know. Cond- There's only so much you can do. Oh, um, stick? It's like in uh, French versions of Harry Potter when they want to talk about all their wands. They yeah, right, s- Conductor Baton. Hey! Uh, in French versions of Harry Potter they have to say baguette.
2: Um, who, who have to say baguette? French Harry Potter.
1: Really? Yeah, because there's no word for wand. Well, baguette means, like, stick. <laughs> uh, so it's like he 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 cast his baguette and a load of spells came out or whatever.
2: It also somehow sounds even more like a penis than a wand does. <laughs> like, he, he flings his baguette about the place. A
1: wand is thin. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want someone to call your dick a wand. Yeah. But a, a baguette.
2: <laughs> a baguette is good.
1: And it ends on a hard consonant. Yeah yeah. Like yeah. get. Like get it. Get baguette get it. Get. You're going to be get it. <laughs> 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 Ring Twi- letters. emails, Phone.
2: All is to Letters. Correspondence.
1: So here's some correspondence. Um I'm going to summarize uh some of it. Uh, basically, uh, Victoria gets in touch and says, "Dear Two Peas in a Bad Pod." Cute. Um, she's a she's a teacher of history in high school
2: slash sixth form, um, and she, you mean a history teacher? She's a teacher of history. Interesting. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, she says it um, as an amateur.
1: Basically, she overheard two students doing some low-level chatting, and so she tried to listen. Like, what are these two? What <laughs> are these two pricks up to? Exactly. And she heard one of them say bin bags. Oh, really? Yeah. Instantly, my mind flooded to the coded messages of Bud Pod, and with disregard to the current topic, I looked the student square in the face and said, and, and, and asked, are you having a bum bum day?
2: No.
1: I confidently repeated the phrase uh, uh, <laughs> as the rest of the class paused to, for an explanation, and there was no response. Everyone was <laughs> vacant and confused. It's high risk. It's high risk. Um, that's high risk, Victoria. You did it, though. You did your best.
2: Kristen gets in touch. Crisp as a spring day. Um, (laughs) Kristen. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, all right. American (laughs) Piazon, she says. American Phil Pierre Liaison. Oh, okay. Yeah, she she put that in brackets. Okay. Whatever. Uh, You're welcome. Now back to the important stuff. Uh, First and foremost, you spoke of some famous dude making reservations at a diner and it being ridiculous. That was George Galloway. Oh, yeah, George Galloway. Uh, Not so much a famous dude, Kristen, as uh, a kind of famously shitty politician. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't remember the guys... uh, However, William Shatner used to come into my restaurant all the time. That's neat. Yeah, but it was always at like 2.30 on a Tuesday or some ridiculous time when there were most likely only five tables occupying the whole large restaurant, including the bar. And he'd come in with some family members, but about 20 minutes to an hour before arriving, there would be a phone call from one of them, insisting on a reservation. Everyone who has ever answered the phone would politely say there was no need for a reservation <laughs> at that time, but they would sternly insist on being in the books. Wow. Which for us meant a... You mean in the, the captain's paper. log? In the ca- <laughs> I want a captain's log reservation star date today. At 2.30. Um, uh, which uh, basically nobody ever wrote the reservation down. They had their pick of literally 30 different places to sit. I love that. One time I was doing my closing lunch work, and he saw me from afar, raised his hand, snapped, and pointed towards his plate while his hand was still raised high in the air. So Mm. his hand's up there. He goes, click, and points down at his plate and yells across the room to me, Mustard! (laughs) (laughs) Mustard! That is not my name. So I used my best fake yell inside voice to tell him I'd send over his server. Um, it's always weird to me. Americans say server instead of waiter or waitress. I guess
2: I guess it's gender neutral, but it makes it sounds like robots. Server, yeah. I send you yeah. a server. Serve me. Well, they've they've got a much, uh, much uh, stronger customer service culture there. Haven't it's because they pay them slave wages. Yeah.
1: The minimum wage for serving staff in America. Uh, like federally
2: yeah it's two dollars an hour but then they expect more from them whereas here they're paid better and we expect far less yes them. but but what I mean is you, they expect more because if oh you don't, because they they think they are slaves already
1: yeah but also if you don't get t- if like if, if you're in a situation where it's like hey get tips or you're gonna fucking die oh, yeah. guess who's really nice now <laughs> probably the slaves right yeah you know who's polite a slave with a gun to their head they're very polite I yeah it's like oh what a surprise that they're nice you go I'd be fucking nice it's like get a tip from this old lady or you're not going to be able to get your tooth fixed at the dentist mm-hmm. Jesus Christ <laughs> um, also she says please ask all the slow pooers what they do about limbs falling asleep Um. she, uh, she has parts of her body fall asleep if she ever has a long a long wee wee really is on the toilet to avoid people and not talk to people
2: I guess your leg could, could go to sleep
1: Yes, that's possibly true.
2: Uh, she says, "Now go get white girl wasted for your
1: 21st, That was which was last week. Of course, this week we're Oh, of course, yeah. Yours in pee and poo, and I guess mustard too.
2: <laughs> that's very that's, no, that's, quite that's poetic. Funny.
1: That's very nice. Yours in pee and poo. <laughs> Yours in pee and poo, and I guess mustard too. <laughs> Hi, Poddington Peas. It's Joe here of the Sugar Eagle birthday card fame. If you remember, I put on Instagram.
2: Uh uh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, friend, he made he made his friend a uh, birthday card of Sugar Eagle. I right? think she joe oh J- j-o oh you just don't you can't know these days open
1: your mind phil and let the sun shine in
2: i remember a time when joes were joes
1: <laughs> um just want to say loving the podcast uh, uh getting th- me through my walks work which now i'm seven months pregnant oh i'm taking an increasing amount of louis
2: wow, wow. well well done keeping them up yeah, we're going to if I a... ever got pregnant, I'd use it as an excuse to do even less than I do now. Yeah, I'd, be like, um, I'd just be like a chrysalis.
1: <laughs> just... I'd hang from a sleeping bag on a coat hook, and people would have to bring me things. Um, it has also had the interesting effect of making me giggle to myself while I was visiting Ikea the other day, remembering poor Marjorie and her not being able to understand Arrow's medical condition. Uh, would love to hear some more from her. Okay, well, we can. Yeah, we haven't more heard more. from Marjorie in a while. Uh, quick authoritarian thought. Smoking is banned, but vaping is okay. I think that's just now, isn't it? hmm Uh keep what you're doing, boys, and keep jacking it. Okay, thank you, Joe. Um, thank you very much, Joe, and congratulations about
2: the old uh, the old uh, pod baby. Yeah, the mini joe. Um Do you reckon if you go on a lot of walks while you're pregnant the baby will be uh will like become a rambler? And the baby oh, okay. comes out with um a, a
1: backpack on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And starts bumping into all the nurses, turning around and things. Oh sorry, oh <laughs>
2: And has those walking sticks and, like, the first thing that comes out are just, like, a couple of walking sticks. Um, Andrew
1: An- a- a- Andrew gets in touch and says about, um, there's that scene in Austin Powers where it's like, who throws a shoe? Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Well, that's like, it really hurt, actually. Yeah. <laughs> he was saying it's a, it's twice as funny if you, now he's enjoying it twice as much. Oh, good. Because it's Austin Powers.
2: Yeah. But it's a Bud Pod reference. Yeah, 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 yeah. All your yeah. favorite things stacking on top of Double each Double layers. Other. Yeah. That's good. That really hurt, actually. That really hurt,
1: actually. <laughs> uh, Sam Sam gets in touch and he says uh, he think he says our podcast is uh, his favorite podcast. Don't tell the off menu boys. Uh oh! Fuck you off menu. Yeah. Here's what's on the menu: us beating you in the heart
2: of Sam. S- um. I mean, we're losing that lead now, I think. Yeah. Uh, Papa will go fuck yourself. How about that? <laughs> 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 Sam
1: also says uh, his coolest uncool thing is learning a second language. Uncool as it takes so many Louis to learn a new
2: language. But
1: knowing a second language instantly makes you smarter and more interesting.
2: It does. In appearance, at least. And you get to um, tell people secrets. You can have secrets of <gasps> people. Yes, <Je> suis. <laughs>
1: Oh, criminal. That kind of thing. <laughs> what is he
2: talking about?
1: What? Uh, I presume it... about his innocence. <laughs> uh, Sam's uncoolest cool thing is breaking a bone. Everyone wants to sign your cast when you're at school. Uh, uh, but
2: in reality, you have to go through lots of pain and be inconvenienced for months while it heals. That's true. Also, uh, um, um, my, at my school, I swear, someone like was on crutches every week from a skiing accident or whatever. Yeah. So eventually it just became quite a naff. Yeah, and you go, oh boy, someone else has fractured their tibia. <laughs> someone else, someone else has to be helped
1: through doors.
2: Yeah, it just got because of
1: their boring. own skiing lust. <laughs> yeah, Bill gets in touch. I don't think we've had a Bill. Yeah, Bill. Uh, Hello, Philippe. Pierre. I've been having some authoritarian and libertarian thoughts in the same thought hemisphere. The brain. Yes, the brain. I recently flew back from Toronto. Not a brag, eh? Uh, and uh, there was 11 babies on the flight. 11! That's a lot. I didn't count them myself. That would have been a bit child catcher. That's a football team of babies. Ah, That's a football team of babies, no subs. Let's hope the babies don't get injured. Uh, But I asked the crew at the back while making disingenuous conversation to mask the fact that all I was back there for was another G&T. Lime added. The next seven hours was a mixture of noise, the smell of baby wipes, smell of baby bum lives, and then the disappointment... And then the disappoint they you remember, I think he means when you remember, that you have to land in the Gatwick South Terminal. Oh, yeah. It was the fact I managed to snag four seats to myself close to the back, but oh, well it was done. also closer to the toilets, and those babies seem to love the toilet. Uh, so much so, they insist on having one strapped to them for the first few years of their lives. <laughs> that's
2: true. That's true.
1: <laughs> Make babies free and have baby planes. Make babies free? Not piloted or staffed by babies good clarification mm. but just say anyone under 10 that
2: can't be trusted with their own excretory system oh he's saying some planes should be baby free and some planes should be baby only yes That's i think he's saying.
1: sleep deprived from being covered in baby poo for a full flight from canada because it sounds like segregation bill yes he wants he wants a sort of youth apartheid yeah <laughs> a poo based youth apartheid which doesn't Instant sound apartheid. you're going to have to work on the marketing of that bill yeah it doesn't sound good to the public that if you want apartheid based
2: on pooping Poop, poop, bum, bums, and age. It's a hard sell. Because it'd be babies in the OAP and OAPS, wouldn't it? Ba- babies and very old people who've lost their uh, uh, poop and You faculties. could call it bopes.
1: Bopes. Babies and old age pensioners. Yeah, boaps. Boaps. Boaps.
2: Yeah. A bunch of absolute
1: boaps on that plane. Smelled like shit and piss the whole way, and racism. And that was just the babies. <laughs> uh, we have another email in from Kenny. Who was
2: the man who had the, the poo in the post. Oh, great. Poo, the poo poster. Okay, so what's, what's turned up in the old P-Poo Box. P-O-Box. P-O-P-O-Box. P-U-O-Box today. Howdy, Pee Pie and Fum. Nice. Uh, I wanted to start out by
1: following up on what Catherine mentioned last week. Most pleasant, unpleasant thing. My proposal is a hotel or living accommodation in a strange city. When you return from meandering back to your hotel, it's it's a relief until you get to the room and wish you were home instead.
2: Right, that is true. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. good. Um, that said, it's port in a storm, isn't it? It's a port in a storm. It's a P
1: and an S. That said, I had a uh, that said I had a poo related hotel story. Great. However, I figured I'd refrain from scat chat today. Opting instead for an uncomfortable okay thank you I had once in a hotel room. Sure, for a little, uh, variety. A little variety. variation, but Kenny, feel free to send in the poo story.
2: Yes, next time.
1: Uh, as stated in my prior email, I was in choirs and regularly engaged in Hootenanny with my fellow vocal villains. <laughs> we, we were staying at a hotel in South Carolina for a week on a university choir trip, and there were four boys per room. I knew two of them, call them Ray and Don, but the fourth boy was a quiet theology student who politely kept to himself. Let's call him Tom. Kept himself on guard, I imagine. Well, indeed. Most of the trip, we'd been in rehearsals for various ensembles from 8am to 8pm, breaking only for 10 minutes or so, and for half an hour at a time to eat when the time came. One day, we had a rare four-hour reprieve from rehearsals. Ray, Don, and myself were in the hotel room, staring at our phones and vegging out, while Tom was with some other choir members exploring the city. I got a bit restless and started exploring the mundane intricacies of the hotel room appliances and features. When I got to the desk drawer, I saw there was a Bible in it, next to a switchblade. Wow. I instinctively picked it up and flicked it open and said, Guys, look what I found! And they both looked and immediately perked up with something to the effect of, Whoa! (laughs) At that moment, Tom walks in, not really paying us any attention, until he sees that I am holding up a switchblade. I'm fully expecting him to freak out and give me all his money. But instead, he looks at the floor and quietly says, Could you please give me my knife? (laughs) What? When I complied, he softly said, "Okay, thank you." <laughs> put it in his backpack on the floor. Went to his side of the bed by the window and took a nap. Wow. Keep Jack in it, from Kenny. Nice a London twist to the phrase. That's fucking creepy. The quiet theologian boy has Please. a little switchblade, like next to his b- next to the Bible. Ding. Because a switchblade is for stabbing. That's why it it's, it fixes itself as it pops up. Yeah. So there's no good like.
2: Is it not maybe for um, peeling apples in a threatening way? Marking his favorite bits in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> it's treat, a bookmark. Treat others as you would
1: wish to be treated, and he stabs into the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he's very dramatic
2: about God. Maybe it's a test that. You know how people always get like saved um, from gunshots and stab stabs from like the Bible I in their pocket. Bible? Yeah. Maybe he just like practices tests his uh, Bible's armor capacity. I think I think
1: um, if you want to be truly saved by a, a Bible you should just be- wear a big suit made of, <laughs> <loads> of Bibles <laughs> like Bible chainmail
2: <laughs> that's a funny idea
1: um, that was episode uh, 22 of the Boris pod
2: yeah um, the new PM the new PM and the heat wave ha- has drained us I think absolutely if you live in the UK congratulations what uh, fascinating times we live in uh, everything will be it's going to be alright, and if it isn't, we're all just going to die anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's an optimistic podcast this week.
1: Um, the main thing that we really should say is that within a week...
2: Oh yes, this is our last uh, London-based pod for a, a while. We will be at the Edinburgh Fringe
1: Festival. Yes. Me and Phil will be living together. Yes. With Garrett Millerick from the angry GNT story hmm and, and the oft-sighted Glenmore. And the oft-sighted Glenmore. And we're going to try and get lots of cool people on this thing. Yep. And if we build up enough pods,
2: we can have a holiday. That's a good point, actually, yeah. We'll, we'll record a bunch with our favourite comedian friends and a couple of enemies. That'll be fun. We'll throw some enemies in and you we'll can do. tell. You can try and listen and think, oh, maybe they're enemies. Yeah, you'll be able to hear from the tone that we don't like them you and they able, don't like us. Yeah,
1: you'll be able to hear Phil spinning the barrels of his revolver. <laughs> While he's talking to them That's how
2: I can tell if he doesn't like someone <laughs> Yeah, yeah. usually I just uh, I just leave it on the table If he really likes you, he'll lick the revolver the whole time he's talking to you <laughs> Really sensually But we're looking forward to it We're going to have a lot of fun guests um, All the best comedians in the UK Are going to be in this one Scottish hamlet a Known as Edinburgh village. A little village
1: of funny people um, and thank you to all the Bud Pods who've been coming to our previews. We've, we've both had lots of Bud Pods. I've had some recently.
2: Yes, yes, yes. My previews. Thanks. And
1: hopefully we'll see more Bud Pods at the
2: Fringe. Yes, hope to see you all up there. Uh, go see Pierre. Um, yeah, Phil's sold out, so you can all go fuck yourself. I've, there's still some, um, extra show tickets left, so have a look at those. Uh, but yeah, see both of us. Absolutely. That's, that's the whole point of this podcast.
1: Yeah, do come, do come and see me, and, uh... Um, if, you know, if you're know, if you not coming to the Fringe, but you know anyone even remotely near Edinburgh, just um, say they have to come and see me or you won't speak to them again. Any threats or, or mm, intimidation would be we'd much really appreciated.
2: Like, yeah, we'd really like it if you threatened people.
1: Yeah, but this, the more this can become like a Scientology sort of... Ah, yeah, like yeah, Like yeah, yeah. a really aggressive PR operation. Yeah. Uh, with allegations of threats and intimidation,
2: etc. And do email in uh, your... Um, most uh, closely guarded secrets yes. and most shameful memories, with your name uh, attached, please. Yes, purely for health reasons. Yeah, so that we can uh, relieve you of those yeah. uh, stresses. Yes, with the machines. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, thank All you. Okay, I'll thank you. Talk to you from Scotland. See you in bagpipe country. Bla 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 I did my own fade out there.